All right, it's time for a Monday morning chat with Chris Softley from Lubbock Christian, one of the two undefeated teams left in Lubbock. Chris, I texted you, I think, yesterday, or maybe it was Saturday, and asked you if your heart rate had gotten back to normal after you guys' tightest game of the season. But I'm going to guess that you don't mind having a tight game at this point of the year as you get into the kind of the, the meat or the, the most important part of it. No, and, and that's the truth is really as coaches, we're kind of uh, – we wear a lot of hats, and so all the coaches in the area know they're part-time cheerleader, part-time counselor, part-time psychologist, and certainly a teacher. And so sometimes – you just take what the situation gives you, and you you got to make the kids believe that that's the best thing for you. And so <clears throat> what we had there was an opportunity to finally to, to be down in a game, um, to struggle offensively, and we used that as an opportunity to say, you know, this is, this is a good thing for us. It's going to be good to be battle-tested. It's good to have our backs against the wall. Let's see how we respond. Here's a couple minor adjustments, and then the kids really took, took care of the rest. You said you struggled offensively, but a positive from struggling offensively is that you got Alex Timmons back, got a chance for him to knock off the rust once mm -hmm. and for all, I guess. <clears throat> what did he do, and how did you think that things went with him back? We used that phrase actually this morning. He, he said the same thing. He said, man, I felt like I was rusty early. He said, um, and I needed to knock off some rust, and I'm sorry for the time it took me to get back up to speed. Um, but he, he was sharp in the second, in the second half. Um, got the ball out fast, put the ball in the right positions, gave the ball to our playmakers, and so we did a good job there. It did take some time early. It was a little sporadic, and, and we were a little ugly. We, uh, I think it was the first time this year that we didn't score on the opening drive, and we went three and out. And uh, Now, it's a very good Tulia team. They, they get a lot of credit themselves, for sure, but was proud of how the boys handled it. And staying steady in the boat, that's a big thing in our culture, and um, I was proud of Alex for bouncing back in the second half, and I think we had three drives in the second half scored on each one, but uh, not not high margin for error in a game like that, and so I was proud of how the boys finished. That margin for error was okay because you had a, a, another great defensive effort. I'm not sure that I've written enough about it or anybody's mentioned just how well you guys have played defensively, but it really seems like it showed up the other night. It's a group. It's a big group effort, and it's a group of boys that uh, – when when one man's down, the other's picking him up. I mean, it's a it's just just like defense overall is. It always has to fit out right, and everybody needs to do their job. And really proud of our of our young kids for stepping up. It's a senior heavy class, a senior heavy defense, and uh, have really been proud of our young guys. Last last week we gave our player of the week to uh, two of our corners, underclassmen that played really well versus a Haskell team that had a really good receiver. And then again, them carrying it into Tulia. Um, stopping Tulia's passing game, making them one-dimensional in terms of running. And so that put them behind the eight ball there late when they took over and needed to, needed to go, whatever it was, 80 yards in, uh, in four minutes and, and really hadn't had any sustained passing success that whole game. That gave our kids a bunch of confidence. Now, they scored a couple of touchdowns in the first half. What adjustments did you feel like needed to be make, made at halftime defensively? Because obviously they worked pretty well. Yeah, and that's the secret. Everybody gets excited about coaches going in and making awesome halftime adjustments and you know it, it's not always like that a lot of times it's just getting back to the scattering port and making kids take a deep breath and execute the way they've been trained to execute and that was really what it was with us we um really minor adjustments the biggest thing was just the kids is, is they started to get more comfortable they they had uh, some positive self-talk 
and got back to the scouting report. Like I said, our, our DNs played a lot better in the second half in terms of executing at a high level. They're really important when you play a team like that, kind of a, a Tony Franklin system. And so they they set the tone for us there in the second, got a big three and out to start, scored, got another three and out, and now it was on. And we really felt like our conditioning was at a high level that game. I think that gave our kids a bunch of confidence to be able to go up against a bigger, stronger, faster opponent and to be able to match them punch for punch and then maybe even outlast them. And so I think that uh, that gives our kids some confidence moving forward into district play. Alex Lack has gotten a lot of attention for what he did offensively stepping up quarterback. Sounds mm -hmm. like he plays a little bit of defense pretty well, too. Yeah, he's, yeah, that's the funny thing about Alex is he, he makes the notable plays on offense and, and probably gets the publications on offense because, as is due, he, he's very explosive. He's a playmaker. But he started more games for us on defense. He started the very first game his freshman year at our Sammy linebacker position and has played, has played well year in, year out. Freshman year, he was the newcomer of the year to the district. Sophomore year, he was the athlete of the year, first team All-State athlete. And this year, he's just picking up where he left off. Now he's becoming a little bit more of a teacher on the defense, which is fun to see as a junior. He's, he's take shepherding the, the young kids on how we play it, how he's, how he's our force and our edge defender, and how we play in our drop-back coverages. And I, I know we'll talk about it. He made a big interception there at the end, um, really right within his hook curl zone. And just understanding the situation, dropping a little bit deeper than his rules would typically allow because he understands the, the situation and, and made a big play for us. Kind of step back and look at those first six games. Win-loss record-wise, you can't complain too much, obviously, when you're 6-0. and mm -hmm. Have you seen what you thought you would see from this group? Yeah, I think as a coach, when you start the year and you kind of, you kind of put everything you know, on paper, your install calendar and your schedule, you think about if the ball bounces our way, if we stay healthy, here's where we could be. And then vice versa, you think, man, if, if we get a couple key injuries and, and the ball doesn't bounce our way and our, our opponents are hitting their stride when we play them, you get some bad luck, you think maybe here's where we could play. So certainly proud to be, to be where we are. Um, did, did really think and hope, you always hoped that this was possible. Just with this group of boys, we thought, man, this could be a special season. And so uh, hoped for it. But to be here is the special, the, the, the special part because you've been in situations before where things just don't, don't bounce your way and, and games come down to one possession or one call. And um, I'm proud of our kids in those really two tough, um, tight-knit games in terms of sundown and Tulia where um, that momentum was hanging in the balance. You could feel it on the side on a Friday night is who's going to take, take this and run with it. And proud of our kids in those moments not blinking. And, and being ready to take action. In terms of the, the mistakes, yeah, we, uh, we've, we've made our fair share. 6-0 um, looks like a perfect quote-unquote record, and we know that our Monday mornings are pretty ugly. We've, uh, we've, we've put the ball in places we shouldn't, and uh, we've missed some tackles. We've got to clean up our tackling. Um, but uh, you don't want to miss an opportunity to love and affirm and, and uh, celebrate what the kids are doing and have done so far versus a really quality non-district schedule. Which is a good transition because now you do kind of make that turn, you make that adjustment into district where those teams all know you. They see you year after year. Mm -hmm. It's always a little bit, things are different then because they yeah. know your tendencies from years past. Mm -hmm. How eager now are you to see what these guys do in this district knowing that there's some pretty lofty goals waiting for you? Certainly. And, and we're fortunate to be, I guess, I guess four years ago we uh, – we won the district three years ago. We won the district, and then last year the state champion, 
and the number two team in the state both came out of our district and neither of them were named Lubbock Christian. And so that was, that was different. Now, hats off to those teams. They were obviously high quality teams and, and uh, lots of respect to their talent and their coaching staff. They did an outstanding job. But I think it goes to show you is, is A, we're in the mix, and B, um, that mix is pretty is a pretty stout mix. Meaning, uh, you stub your toe, and somebody else is going to be taking that uh, that championship that you that you have been or you expect to take. And so, uh, I told our young kids this morning. I said, "Man, it's it's been a great run, and it's been hard fought, and um, we are really proud of where we are." But I said. Don't be surprised if the older kids are, are up and at another notch this week. I said Coram Deo is going to get our absolute best. They're a really good program. Uh, lost to them last year in double overtime, a team that was very, very talented. They were really good. Uh, I was really proud of our boys and how we fought last year. But again, going back to those ball bounces and the intangibles, uh, there was a couple things we didn't take care of that we could have um, that we had to, we've had to chew on here for a year now. Um, and... Coram Deo gets our respect because of that. They're that type of program. They're a hard-nosed, tough program, similar to that Sundown and Tulia that we've played, faced in non-district. And uh, we'll have to go there six hours to play them to, to start it all off. And uh, I, I sure expect our boys to be locked in this week. And I think Coram Deo is a really quality opponent. I know they'll give us everything we can handle. All right, that's Lubbock Christian coach Chris Softley. Eagles go to Coram Deo that Friday after Friday evening. Just kick off TAPS 1-4-A district play.